of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, chapters 5 and 6. The end of the novel usually generates the most conversation. Was George's decision to kill Lenny the right one? And while we spend most of the time analyzing this and students across the country are writing essays about this, it's important for us to kind of take a step back and look at the events of chapter 5 And while it doesn't truly impact the end, it is a good idea to analyze it, to just get some reflection on it. Loneliness is a huge factor as we look at this book. And the play lays it on a little bit thicker. And there's a little bit slightly different character development in the play version that we watched in class versus the book itself. And we're going to talk mainly about the novel here. The characters are lonely, and one of the things that is very consistent is that people use Lenny to fill that void. We see it a little bit with Candy. We see it with Curly's wife. We see it with Crooks. Even though at first they all might be taken back or feeling a little bit put out by having to deal with Lenny, ultimately he fills a void for them. And while... We tend not to look at George that way. It is something to consider that is George using Lenny to give himself some purpose, which we've talked about before. And ultimately at that last moment, George has a decision to make. Does he try to run away with Lenny? Which would tie himself to Lenny permanently, potentially ending his own life, either because he would be involved in a shootout with the men or... He could be blamed for the murder along with Lenny of Curly's wife. Or at this point, has Lenny run his course, kind of like Candy's dog, where there's nothing left for Candy's dog, they must kill the dog to put it out of its misery. In this case, there's nothing left for Lenny but potential misery. And does George take the easy way out by killing Lenny? It can be argued, it's usually argued, that this was the right thing for George to do. Lenny would have been captured, potentially beaten, and violently executed, versus this sort of, we can only assume, quick death that he meets at the end of the book. We need to kind of consider these factors. I think the way you can argue it depends on truly how passionate you feel about the relationship that George and Lenny have. And while the afterword consisting of the conversations between Slim and George seems to lead us to believe that there is, this was not an easy decision for George. He did not take this lightly. And this is something that is going to carry some significant weight on George for the rest of his life. We need to understand that that comes from George and George alone. Slim just recognizes it in George. The play version that we watch doesn't do it that way. It kind of sets it up that... Slim kind of talks George into this, lays the groundwork for it. But in the book version, the one that we're going to be focusing on more, it's George who makes that decision. This is the way it has to be. And in that moment, George makes that ultimate decision. And on top of those things, now George is free of Lenny, both good and bad. I think we have to consider the fact that consistently throughout the novel, 
Lenny is a vessel for other people's use. And while he doesn't have control of himself, doesn't understand his strength, is incredibly limited in mind, and at times with body control, he ultimately is a character who we are supposed to feel tremendous sympathy for in a world that is relatively unsympathetic. But that does, does that mean that he deserved to die? He did commit murder. Whether accidental or not, it's still murder. And there is a punishment to be fit for the, such a crime. So as we wrap up this text, as we think about the, the world that this story takes place in, are there elements of this world that still exist today? Are there people in this world that exist in today's age? Does it look the same? Or is it transferred into a different experience, a different existence? But does that mentality still remain? And is it present in our society? These are some elements that we're going to discuss in these final couple essays that we're going to be focusing on. We like to look at this story in a vacuum, thinking of it as a period piece. But I want to open it up and think about it in a bigger way. About isolation, loneliness, and decisions that we make based off of those feelings. This is a heavy text with one that most people know how it ends, but not exactly always how we get there. Now that we've reviewed this from everything from the existence of crooks when it comes to his racial identity and the loneliness felt because of it, Curly's wife suffering from just being a woman and her loneliness, and while she doesn't always come off as sympathetic in the book, the play went out of its way to make sure that there was a little bit more of a gray area there. As we wrap this up, I want us to think about each character. Candy's hopes and dreams being connected to these guys he just met and how excited everyone gets about just this way out. The idea of ownership. The idea of connection. And then the lack of connection. Lenny's death ultimately releases George from a life that he had been living for some time. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing, a happy ending. It's definitely not one that's very lighthearted. But where it leaves George is sort of just another one of the guys. He no longer has that connection to someone else. No longer is going around, working, having to take care of Lenny. And as we wrap this up, we have to also talk about this section, which is left out of the play version, of Lenny's thoughts, seeing his Aunt Clara as well as seeing the giant rabbit. And while it speaks to Lenny's mental state and drives home the fact that Lenny truly was not fully capable of making decisions on his own or being by himself or taking care of himself, it makes this whole situation even more sad. George couldn't leave Lenny alone, and when he does, ultimately, it causes a traumatic event. We'll continue to analyze this, but I want us to start to focus and direct our conversation more about how this translates to today's world, today's society, where it's present, how it's different, how it's evolved. Because I don't think the era, even though we like to talk about it as this being a depression period piece, that there's more to it. And the merits of such a story 
go far deeper and far beyond the time period it represents.